Welcome to the PR Moment Podcast. Produced in association with the Marketeers Network. Welcome to this May update of the PR and pitches and mergers and acquisition trends in the UK PR scene. Um, today, um, I'm going to be chatting with Andrew Block, um, who, as many of you will know, is co-founder and non-executive director at Frank PR, and is now a lead consultant of PR, social and content and influencer at the new business consultancy AAR. Uh, and he's also a partner at PCB Partners, where he advises on the buying and selling of marketing services agencies. I should say, before we kick things off, thanks so much to our podcast sponsors, the PRCA. And, and if you haven't taken a look yet, uh, the early bird deadline is creeping up, I should say, for the Creative Moment Awards. It's on Friday, the 26th of May. You've got a bit of time after that, so we're not quite at panic stations time, but it's definitely a good time to have a look at the Creative Moment Awards website, where you can have a look at all the categories. Um, and I, do, I have to say, a, a little plug on that one as well. Um, we changed the creative for the Creative Moment Awards every year, uh, and I'm loving this year's gallery theme. So take a look at that as well when you're on the Creative Moment Awards website. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. Pleasure, as always, to be here. Now, we're going, we're going um, fast-paced this week, aren't we? Give us your rundown, Andrew, of this, um, this month's uh, wins in the PR, UK PR scene. Yes, we're going to go fast-paced, so I will whiz through these. Um, so the first win um, is Words and Pixels have won Greys. Greys is the snacking boxes, um, now owned by Unilever, actually, and available um, not just online, but also in many of your favourite high street supermarkets. So they're going to be handling press office activity, new launches, that kind of stuff. So, nice and, and that's an interesting one, isn't it? We should just pause briefly on that, because Words and Pixels... Sort of, I don't know about the home turf, shall we say, is startups and, and technology. So that's quite an interesting win for them. Yeah, it is. I mean, I can't tell you too much about it. It feels like it's sl- slightly out of the, the norm for them. Potentially, there's a bit of a kind of PR SEO content aspect to the brief. I'm, sure. I'm not sure, I'm not aware, but Grays was always, you know, this great challenger brand, very fast growing startup obviously now been bought by Unilever, but often what the big sort of conglomerates want to do is keep the brand alive and that feeling of independence. So maybe it fits nicely with their ability to promote fast growth startups. That's my assumption, which could be completely wrong. Who knows? And, and PHA, I mean, we, we talk about them a lot on these reviews, don't we? They, they are on a roll in terms of, of winning stuff. They are on a roll. They've been on a roll, to be fair to them, for good couple of years now so they have just won the national gallery um quite a specific brief actually to oversee its merchandise range the trade licensing side of what they do um and generally raising awareness of their products and positioning the national gallery as a gifting destination so that's a nice win for them it was previously handled in-house so they've obviously upping their game um and have bigger ambitions but yeah um phil hall has done an amazing job with Stuart Skinner as well. Like it's a machine that agency, really, really consistently good work of a high quality. Um, and a bit of a, a subtle pizza theme on today's show. Um, news from Pizza Hut. 
It is a subtle pizza theme, and the first pizza win of this podcast goes to Freud, who have won Pizza Express, um, handling their consumer and their social. So it's a brand fame brief, but also promoting the taste credentials of Pizza Express, talking about the elevated restaurant experience. And Pizza Express is big. There are 360 restaurants across the UK now. Um, So a nice win for them. I would think it has come off the back of Paula McKenzie, who's the new Pizza Express CEO, was formerly um, the MD at KFC, which is a long-standing Freud um, account, so probably a testament to the great work they've done for KFC that she has handed them the Pizza Express brief. Um, yeah, I mean, whole meal pizza bases would be my request on that one. That, that's what I need when I when I go into Pizza Express these days. Um, Tell them, I, I, Tell I, them. I guess we can gather, because it's a Freud win, it's, it's probably not a particularly small account. No, I would think it's relatively sizable. Um, it's an account, actually, that has knocked around various agencies over the years. I've had the fortune of working on Pizza Express probably about 15 years ago. Um, it was never a hugely significant account in terms of size then, but I would imagine, given that it's landed with Freud, they've managed to add a couple of zeros to the budget, and good for them. Um, and news from EasyJet, a corporate win, I'm imagining, is it? It's that one? Yes, it is a corporate and a financial brief that has gone to Tenio. Um, so it's really, I think, a lot of reputation management, I would imagine. It's, they've had you know pretty tough few years, both you know as a company and as an industry, and they would um, be keen to get on the front foot, I would think. And Tenio, I'm sure, will help them achieve that. And we should just be, I suppose that the, the consumer work for the likes of Taylor Herring is, is we imagine, or as far as we know anyway, unaffected. Yes. Yeah. Taylor Herring have done a really nice job actually over the last few years with some really sort of quintessential Taylor Herring headline making stunts. And um, that is set to continue. This is more the financial and corporate side of things, although yeah. I'm sure they will um, interlink to some degree. No doubt. Integration is the name of the game. Now, in another surprising fact, Andrew, it will. It, I used to own a pair of DMs, but there, there's news from uh, f- from the DM account. There is. I'm imagining you as a brosset with your gross <laughs> bottle tops on your DMs now, which is a lovely image. Um, so, yeah, off the back of you owning DMs, they now um, need to up their PR game. Um and make them culturally relevant. And so they have appointed Kingdom Collective. Kingdom Collective um, were acquired by Splendid a couple of years ago, specialising cultural comms, very, very strong agency. Um, They were actually working with DMs on a project basis previously. um, And now they're going to be handling everything from their strategy through to talent management, through to a campaign which is all about engaging cultural communities, which is their heartland. And bit of a trend which I think we talked about last month if not the month before just that kind of try before you buy clients working with agencies on a project basis first and then assuming things go well and the results are there then extending the relationship into something um, a little bit more ongoing but a good run for Kingdom they won Relentless Energy Drink last month so it's another nice brand to add to their roster. Um, And the second half of our, our pizza update Andrew? Yes, part two, Domino's, my personal favourite. They have gone with Houston. um, And again, it's a brand brief, but focusing specifically on local communities. So new store openings, sustainability, local charity initiatives, career development opportunities, that kind of thing. Um, 
they continued to work with One Green Bean on the consumer side of things. They continued to work with Brunswick on the corporate side of things. So this is quite a, a niche brief, but as with all um, major brands, they need to act global and think local. And that is what Domino's are doing. And Houston is one of those firms that is is a, a bigger business than I, I suspect we all think it is. It's 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 a it's grown quite a bit over the years, isn't it? Houston is a, a PR firm. Yeah, they've had a solid few years of growth, and they are. Yeah, they're they're kind of a bit of a dark horse. They're not a sort of shouty agency that you hear about all the time. But if you look at their client roster and the work they're doing, um, they're letting their clients do the talking. Really, some really really strong work. Right. Um, and a nice win for the herd. Yeah, this is a lovely win and made me smile when I saw it. So the herd was set up. I mean, it must be only a couple of months ago by Roxy Keller, who was formerly MD at the Romans. And she has landed W Hotels Budapest, um, a brief PR event curation, some influencer work, attracting a UK audience to go over to Budapest and visit the W Hotel. Um, they're owned by Marriott. Um, and, and it just it made me smile because I just think one of the great things about this industry is you can have someone who's clearly good at what they've done, had a great career, sets up an agency and within the space of weeks can land a global brand like that. I think that there aren't many industries where where you can do that. And it's one no, of the great things about PR, I think. And I'm sure she'll do an amazing job. Yeah, it's a nice dynamic sector like that, isn't it? The barriers to entry are are low, and um, it's the it's the headache for, for lots of established agencies. But it's what you know, keeps well, it really on Frank, their toes. Yeah, it took Frank, I think, a good year to win a brand that anyone had ever heard of. So I'm slightly envious, yeah. but um, even then, we were. I remember the feeling of getting that phone call from our first sort of major FMCG client. Off. It actually came on a one year birthday, so I remember it very well. Right. And it just felt pretty surreal that we could do that after a year. But to see agencies doing it within a couple of months is, is incredible. Right. Uh, well, we're up for, for, for Budapest, I think, aren't we? That's Definitely, it, yeah. Um, we're open to bribes. We will comes. to promote the herd in exchange for a nice, well, two nice suites. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, we, we don't want to share. I think we've yeah. just done the promotion. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Preferably separate weeks as well, but we're not <laughs> M&A, Andrew, talk us through it. There's not, it's been a quieter month, but there's some interesting stuff going on. Slightly quieter. Um, I think a lot of activity sort of began at the beginning of the year and it's now starting to come to fruition. We're seeing some announcements coming out. The first one is a smallish one. Um, Pearl, who are a comms agency based out of the Midlands, have acquired Kinetic, who are a specialist in the B2B tech space. Um, they've quoted it as a six-figure deal, so we don't know the exact numbers, but it's it's a relatively small deal. It's the first acquisition that Pearl have made, and it takes the combined team of the two agencies to 20 employees. Right. Um, it's, it's somewhere really between 100,000 and 999,000 is what we yes. can say. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine closer to the lower figure. But I think you know what's interesting and what we're seeing in this space at the moment, and it is definitely picking up pace, is small financially healthy PR agencies boosting their growth and speeding it up via non-organic acquisitions. Um, And, you know, I would imagine a lot of these things come about when agencies have worked together on projects and things like that, and they can figure out that they they have a synergy and they're like-minded. But, you know, it's the quickest way to achieve growth really is via 
this kind of acquisition. And we're seeing more and more of it because I think you do need to have a certain scale now to win the right types of clients and the right type of work. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the show and you want to hear more about that, we did a really good interview or a really good um, podcast. I'd say I suppose it was an interview, to be fair, with Sammy from Clarity. Um, and he was just talking about why he was surprised that more agencies um, didn't take an acquisitional approach. Um, and talking of which uh, definition are continuing to acquire. Yeah, Definition Group are on a roll. They're, so they are. They call themselves a brand alignment group. Um, they have just bought OTM, which is a creative marketing agency. It's, it's their sixth purchase since 2020. So they're becoming fairly sizable. Their revenues are now about the 14 million mark, 120 full-time employees. Um, they've also bought... They bought Brand Vista, which is an experience agency. They bought Schwa, um, which is a tone of voice consultancy. They bought Words and Pictures, which is um, specialising in employee engagement. Um, Red House was the other one, created brand agency. Topline Comms, which is a PR agency specialising in fast growth companies. So they're really building out this network with specialisms um, within the mix, but all fairly complementary. Um, wow. And they're, they're one to watch. They are uh, definitely. So, so all the, all those, those companies you just listed, that they, they still exist as, se- as separate brands or are they, are they yes. merging them all into definition? Okay. They're keeping yes. them separate. Right. They, they appear for the time being to all be running as separate um, yeah. brands under the umbrella of definition group, but right. yeah, exciting to see what they're doing. Cause also it's, you know, the mix of agencies are quite specialist, um, all within the brand and PR space. But, you know, things like employee engagement and tone of voice are quite niche areas. So, they're, they're you know, they're obviously going out there to offer something slightly different to the norm. And it seems to be working. Yeah, well, the founder did has done some really uh, did an interesting piece on PR Moment um, just a couple of weeks back. So do check that out on the site. And she just talks a little bit about um, why she's doing it and uh, and the advantages again of growing through acquisition. Um, and then to finish off, Andrew, a big one, um, a, a, a big deal that you spotted, a massive one. Um, so Cineos Health. Um, have been acquired by a consortium of private equity companies, um, Elliott Investment, Patient Square Capital and Veritas Capital. Um, it is still subject to shareholder approval and the customary closing conditions that come with, with a listed company. But they are going to be buying it for $7.1 billion, um, which is roughly a 25% premium on their stock price. Um they're listed on the NASDAQ. This deal would obviously take them private. And that's what you have to do when you're buying a public company. The shareholders need to see value, so they have to put a premium on the share price. The board of directors have already approved it. They now need to get the shareholder vote. They're obviously going to be recommending that to their shareholders. And all being well, and I don't see any reason why things couldn't shouldn't go to plan, but it will be completed by the end of the year. So um it's not the first time that private actives have come together to jointly acquire stuff um Elliot and Veritas worked together um about five years ago to buy Athens Athen Health which um is a SaaS business in the healthcare space and they bought that for 5.7 billion they flipped it last year for 17 billion so 
Wow. Pretty impressive returns. Um, and Cineos now, I mean, their revenues, according to their latest earnings report, are around the $1.3 billion mark. It's uh, not just just talk PR. us through Cineos. Cineos, they have a, what, a PR division we were talking earlier about $160 million. What, What's the rest yeah. of the business? That, that's a healthcare management consultancy. Is that, is that roughly yes. what it is? Okay. Yeah, broadly. Right. Healthcare management consultancy, health tech, um, it, it's all linked via health. But yeah, the the PR arm, which is imaginatively called Cineos Health PR, um, they're at about $116 million. They grew just over 10%, so double-digit growth last year. Um, so they're a boot. I mean, healthcare, it remains one of the most popular areas and has been for several years in terms of acquisition. Yeah. targets they there is a real premium i mean there actually aren't that many sizable independent healthcare pr agencies out there anymore because they've, they've all been, been bought sold. they've all been bought yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i mean it it's seems extraordinary yeah. seems an extraordinary sum of money seven seven billion was it dollars you said but um yeah. well done to yeah. all involved andrew yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show for this may update Absolute pleasure. I will see you in Budapest at the W. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the PR Moment podcast, produced in association with the Marketeers Network. If you'd enjoyed the show, please do review us on iTunes and give us a decent rating.